Welcome to Inside Pediatrics, a podcast brought to you by Children's Hospital of Alabama in Birmingham. I'm Conan Gasque. Our topic today is vaping. It was declared an epidemic among American youth by U.S. Surgeon General Jerome Adams in 2018. The numbers today remain staggering. According to a study by the FDA and CDC, more than 2 million students reported current use of e-cigarettes in 2021. They're the most popular tobacco product among high school and middle school students today. Joining us now to talk about this topic is Robin Gers, Certified Tobacco Treatment Specialist in Pulmonary and Sleep Medicine at Children's of Alabama. Robin, thanks so much for your time today. Thank you for having me. So let's talk first about the impact of vaping. We know there are tons and tons of different kinds of chemicals in e-cigarettes. What kind of an impact does e-cigarette use have on the body and mind of a teen or an adolescent who participates in this activity? So we really look at three different areas, the developing brain, the heart, as well as the lungs. All three are really harmed by vaping. The developing brain of a teen is basically rewired when it comes in contact with nicotine. And we can see this in a youth's inability to sleep, concentrate, just feeling pleasure and associating that with vaping because of the nicotine addiction causes then a youth or a teen to uh, really rearrange sort of their schedules and become addicted, meaning at a time when they should be more independent, they are actually arranging their schedule to when they can vape. That's they want a to sign have of a addiction. Good feeling over and over. They do, yes. And then the other areas that we talked about, the lungs are just, um, I mean, I can't say enough about the harmful effects of these e-liquids on the lungs. Heavy metallic uh, chemicals are in the liquids as well as the nicotine. And then this causes uh, inflammation sensitivity, increased uh, production of mucus. So users will be coughing. But we also see long-term lung damage caused by vaping. And then the other effect uh, we said was the brain, lungs, and then the heart. Nicotine causes the heart to beat faster, causing stiffening of the arteries as well as just a decreased blood flow. So all of these things are unfortunately masked in this marketing toward our youth and toward our kids. Uh, The harmful effects are just covered up by flavors and scents and this uh, image that it's harmless when in fact the body is really struggling to deal with the harmful effects of these um, e-juices and vaping. And you talked about the marketing. Do you feel like teens are especially susceptible to vaping and to becoming addicted to vaping because of some of the marketing that's out there? Yes, definitely. And we're seeing that in research. Flavors, more than 15,000 flavors are available in e-juices and in uh, now the most popular uh, disposable uh, vaping devices. But marketing on social media, again, making it look cool, trying to appeal to young kids that, that may be stressed, maybe wanting to fit in, which it's really the perfect marketing plan And it's working when you provide these beautiful flavors, cool-looking devices, devices that can be hidden or discreetly used, um, even in a classroom. And then also kind of playing to a teen's desire to uh, relieve stress. All of these things just combine together and create the perfect setup for the epidemic that we're dealing with. Do you find that sometimes a teen starts vaping because of the flavors, thinking, oh, this tastes good, and then next thing you know, they're addicted to it? That's exactly right. And and these are great kids, creative, 
passionate kids, and they just are curious when, when they see this marketing campaign and they smell maybe the scent for the first time. They're curious and just want to give a try. Unfortunately, vaping companies know this, and they've devised the e-liquids, the, the nicotine levels, especially what we're seeing now, the salt uh, nicotine, is designed to create the addiction, providing the user with as much nicotine as possible. And then, of course, the addiction takes place even more quickly. Even, we say, after one or two uses, the body of a teen can become addicted just that quickly. And with a developing brain in a teenager, are developing brains more likely to become addicted, I guess, than maybe an adult brain? Or, or is, it, is it kind of similar? They are more susceptible uh, to addiction. Uh, the brain is just more, just more sensitive. And so when nicotine is in the mix, again, we see addictions happening very quickly. And it's looking to be something cool and harmless. But again, as we really look at the ingredients in the liquids and we look at the addiction levels that we're seeing today in our young people, we know that this is a problem and it's really, it's really time for us to start the conversation about why vaping is harmful and then also start providing support. So teenagers can obviously easily become addicted, but let's be clear, it's, it's addictive for adults as well and also dangerous for adults. It is. And I ask the students, uh, the high school students that I work with locally here, I'll ask, you know, well, if these liquids are so harmful for teens, do we think that they are also harmful for adults? Is there a reason that adults should be using them if, if you shouldn't be? And they, they always know they're very smart and they realize and they can easily say, well, of course not. Same liquids, same harm. But I guess that's one of the things that adults can do is to set that standard themselves, not use tobacco products themselves, and that sets a positive example for their children. I'm so glad you said that. As healthcare professionals, we encourage a smoke and a vapor-free home. That means no one needs to be smoking or vaping in the home or in the car, and it does. It sets a good role model for uh, young people as they're growing, as they're experiencing things, and um, they want to they wanna do what's right. They want to be as healthy as possible. So you can lead by example for your children to prevent them from getting into this in the first place. But conversations are important as well. How should these conversations go? So we want to be a supportive network as a community, and that includes all of us. What we realize is that our children are being targeted. If we think of it in that way, we realize these are great kids, and they're just experimenting. They're curious. And then the addiction uh, can take place pretty quickly. So what we can do is create that safe space for our teen or young person to have a conversation with us as parents, as school administrators, as caregivers. And in that safe space, we can talk about the harms and not in a lecture type way, but just in a conversation showing support always and concern. And then if we want to include, you know, if we feel like there's a, maybe our teen is using a vaping device or maybe they're hanging around kids, uh, friends that are vaping, that's a good indication that they might also be vaping. So just having a talk with a pediatrician or maybe a physician, a doctor, and then a counselor can also be involved, again, if you feel like there is an addiction there. Do you feel like there are a lot of misconceptions out there about vaping and the impact that it can have? Absolutely. Again, this is not harmless practice. It is very harmful. Again, because of the ingredients in the liquids, many carcinogenic 
most vaping devices do have nicotine in them. And then just the plastics, the metals being heated to such a high temperature that creates metallic type ingredient off-gassing as well as just contamination of particles that no one should be breathing and putting into their lungs and of course is causing lung damage. So we talked about prevention. Uh, We talked about what you can do if you find out that your child is vaping. What about resources available for parents and teens? What's out there to provide education and assistance? So I would just suggest first 1-800-QUIT-NOW is a program that Alabama provides to help 18 and older quit smoking, quit smoke-free tobacco, as well as vaping. For anyone younger than 18, there is a text to quit program, and it is provided by the Truth Initiative, and ADPH has currently joined with the Truth Initiative to provide this support, and teens can just text vape free AL to 88709. And then this program is is available for us currently, but ongoing is a program available by the Truth Initiative. And a user can just text ditch vape to 88709. So and then again, you know, talking to a pediatrician and uh, maybe a counselor for behavioral modifications or a physician. So you have all these resources. Uh, Parents can certainly make a difference. I know there's a lot of information out there that can certainly be scary, especially for parents of teenagers. But there's also a lot of reasons for hope that they can prevent their child from getting involved in this and that they can help them if they do get involved. Right. And I would love to focus on hope. I really feel like we are at this place now. We realize the harms. We see that FDA is trying to make some changes, trying to reduce teen introduction to vaping. But it is now time for us to begin this conversation. And I just feel a very positive movement throughout the community. And we have statewide advocates that are really just demanding that our kids not have to deal with this type of harmful marketing. So I think all of us within the community, healthcare professionals, as well as parents, we really need parents to just look at this in a very positive way that open communication can really make a difference and give their kiddos support. A lot of information out there about vaping and a lot of people working very hard to try to reduce vaping among American youth. Once again, Robin Gers, Certified Tobacco Treatment Specialist in Pulmonary and Sleep Medicine at Children's of Alabama. Robin, thanks so much for your time. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Inside Pediatrics. You can find more podcasts like this one at childrensal.org slash inside pediatrics.